Aware Tractability Bias Human beings crave progress. That craving distorts what we work on. Vital pursuits with less tangible progress are frequently sidelined for trivialities we can check off a to-do list. Think of the last time you updated your computer. Just having the progress bar made the weight more bearable. That inching left to right may have been inconsistent, may have been downright misleading as the frustration of witnessing it stall forever at 99% can attest. But now imagine how much harder it would be to wait if the progress bar wasn't even there. Progress itself is good, but it is more easily measured in some pursuits than others. This leads to tractability bias, the tendency to focus on pursuits with more conspicuous progress. An example, last week I was working on a new book proposal. Writing the opening chapter was hard. I'd end some days thinking, well, at least this time I got to 1,500 words before deciding to throw it all in the trash. In the same time, I could have easily written three or four essays for the blog. Except writing a new book has much greater potential than even a brilliant essay. Had I written the essays, I would have felt productive. It just would have been on something that mattered much less. Sieging the Castle. My friend Cal Newport has likened the theorem-proving efforts of a computer scientist to sieging a castle. First, you try the front gate, and you get repelled. Then you try the ramparts on the side. You dig tunnels and construct battering rams. Progress is zero until you finally break through. Morale is a perennial issue for besieging generals. Frustrations and fatigue mount with each failure. If success doesn't arrive quickly, many armies will simply abandon the fight. It's easier to plunder the countryside, even if it will never lead to a lasting conquest. The choice between easy raids and hard sieges appears in our work as well. The routine tasks to tick off versus the real work that makes your career. Tractability is inversely related to opportunity. Tractable tasks are easier, but that also means there is more competition. Paul Graham argues that this is a major factor behind the success of companies like Stripe. Quote, For over a decade, every hacker who'd ever had to process payments online knew how painful the experience was. Thousands of people must have known about this problem. And yet, when they started startups, they decided to build recipe sites or aggregators for local events. Why? Why work on problems few care about and no one will pay for when you could fix one of the most important components of the world's infrastructure? Though the idea of fixing payments was right there in plain sight, they never saw it because their unconscious mind shrank away from the complications involved. You'd have to make deals with banks. How do you do that? Plus, you're moving money, so you're going to have to deal with fraud and people trying to break into your servers. Plus, there are probably all sorts of regulations to comply with. It's a lot more intimidating to start a startup like this than a recipe site. A recipe website is tractable. Break it down, code up the features, and you're done. Creating a payment platform is not. But if you can slog through the difficulties, the space is much more valuable because the competition is sharply reduced. Not all important work is intractable, but it is the intersection of intractability and importance that stymies us. Paying deliberate attention to that overlap matters 
because we're more likely to neglect it. Making the real work more tractable. It's hard to feel progress when sieging a castle. You may have failed in the last attempt and doing so learned that one more thing doesn't work. But how many more failures are still to come? Will breakthrough eventually be forthcoming? There's no progress bar because the distance is still unknown. But I think there are efforts we can make in our productivity systems to shift away from the easy satisfaction of checking off to-do items. One strategy is to elevate the status of your sincere attempts. If your day is measured primarily in words written rather than hours of writing, this will naturally push you to more tractable tasks. Another is to narrow what counts as the real work. I found keeping a deep work tally to be enormously helpful for me. It prevents me from counting emails, calls, and other activity in a way that distorts away from more central challenges. Finally, a key to combat tractability bias is simply to stop tracking. If a metric misleads, it may be better to stop paying attention to it. If counting the number of books you read is keeping you from the longer, more important works, stop counting. If tallying up Twitter likes is keeping you from writing deeply researched prose, stop tallying. If collecting citations is keeping you from writing your thesis, don't track the total. Real progress occurs when we hold the maxim that it is better to fail at what matters than to succeed at something trivial. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.